Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Tonight, we're very, very fortunate to have D. Russell, aka the Happy Chef, or Edible D. D. Welcome to the show. Hi, and thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, weird times right now with uh, the coronavirus and being locked in quarantine here in California. I know you're in Las Vegas and undergoing the same regimen. So, I'm just going to start how I start every single podcast. What is your historical connection to cannabis? I've read your your bio and I understand your your upbringing. But from a personal standpoint, why don't you let the people at home know why you came to cannabis and what it means to you? Well, um, uh, on the on the personal matter of kind of what spearheaded me into uh, really being, I guess, uh, having a, almost an obsession over my passion of the more on the advocacy part is um, and when I first tried cannabis, I, I, I loved it, of course, obviously, uh, as many do. But <laughs> yeah. um, what, kind of, what kind of kept me in is um, uh, I had a sister and um, her name is Amber and uh, she had a lupus, which is, uh, you know, it's an autoimmune disease where your body ends up attacking itself. And so she was put on, you know, through years and years, she was put on a lot of different, uh, different pharmaceuticals, different drugs, you know, steroids, she would like, you know, puff out and just, and it was a very painful process to see. And she uh, ended up suffering a mm -hmm. uh, prescription drug overdose. And this was, uh, this was 2009. And she left me um, a beautiful nephew and uh, my nephew Christopher was actually raised by myself, my brother, and my parents because uh, when my sister passed away, his dad left. So he actually would have been a ward to the state if, oh, you know, the family didn't, you know, like kind of like raise him. So just uh, just seeing that, uh, I just I realized that just, you know, just I'm fond of rabbit holes. Like uh, a lot of my work has to do with research. So... And me just researching all these, you know, prescription drugs and it's like the side effects and just the, the, what, what it actually does to the lining of your stomach and your intestines and other things that these the, the problems that may occur during taking something so synthetic. It's just been my belief and just everything I've seen in my professional, uh, in my career of that, just our bodies are organic and organic doesn't work very well with synthetic. Yep. And so the more processed something is, the harder it is for your body to actually, you know, process that and like digest that medicine. So yeah. for me, cannabis was always the safer, more natural medicines to go. God and uh, that, that, that would, that's what um, kind of kept me in and keep, keeps me going still. You know, I'm going to testify to that exact same thing. Um, I was involved in a very bad car accident. I had a doctor who got me on what I now refer to as the circle of death. And he got me on so many painkillers. And then I would complain that I had um, esophageal problems and I had stomach problems and he gave me two more drugs. About two months yeah. in, I got so depressed 
that I thought I was suicidal basically. And I just said, I went back to the doctor and said, screw you. I can't do this. You've got me in this circle of death and I'm not going to do this. And I stopped, started medicating with cannabis and it changed my life forever from that day forward. So you did the right thing. And from now on, I mean, people at home, you should hear this and, and take heed because the doctor is your friend in many, many instances, especially right now with the Corona thing. But sometimes these um, pharmaceutical co companies have a vested interest in pushing their needs over the patient's needs. So take heed. Yes. So, well, thank you for that. And sorry for your tragedy. That's awful. Um, when did you start cooking? And it sounds like you were in Virginia Beach and you were doing different restaurants like I was a cook out of college. And were you just kind of doing that traditional kind of move up the ladder thing or, or were you classically trained? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm moving up the ladder. Um, one of my best friends, actually still to this day, Baxter Simmons, I opened a few of his restaurants as well as I was the, um, I uh, was one of the assistant managers of Scotty Quicks, which was, I was there for five and a half, well, I think probably, yeah, five and a half, six years before I actually moved west. And um, I, I just, I love the restaurant business. I've, I've always loved, I, I, so like I've always loved cooking for people in general, like catering, like I work for catering concepts back in Virginia. That was another beautiful, uh, <laughs> beautiful job I had back then. I met a lot of great people and, um, you know, you kind of do, you, you, you make your best yeah. friends, you know, feeding, feeding each other. You, you like <laughs> chaos. You like chaos too, because that's what that world is. I grew up oh, in so a catering that's household. The <laughs> that's what the cannabis business is. <laughs> oh, I, call it I call it organized chaos. No like, kidding. And sometimes it's not even that organized. And it's just like at the very end of it, you just sit down and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I just got through that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very familiar. You've been through the trenches like like most of us. And it's just, uh, it never seems to end, does it? It just continues on and on and on. But it does seem nope. we're getting a little more clarity, you know. Yeah, I'm fine. No, you have to, you know, well, even a Burning Man, having to actually prepare to chef for, uh, Burning Man for, for my camp last year. We had 120 people at our camp and just, you know, you're out in the middle of the desert having to bring everything that you need. That, that was, that was a whole different other chaos. So I guess you are right. I, I think I find comfort in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is actually within the, the maelstrom of activity and then insanity comes a certain amount of, uh, satisfaction and grounding because if you get grounded in that environment, you do pretty well, you know, and you know, you can make yeah. it through a lot of stuff. True. And, and another thing, and like COVID virus is probably case in point, everything. And, and this is just from what I just, it was like an epiphany from what I've had for my whole life. The more I planned, the more like it never worked out. Nothing ever really worked out the way that I planned. Not ever really. Right. You know, every, like, like even, um, you know, even, uh, the, the Netflix show that I was, that I was on, I'm cooking on high. I mm -hmm. filmed that it was just supposed to be a digital content. It didn't even, I didn't, the way I found out that it was going on Netflix was I got a text from the producer and it was an article that said iron chef of cooking with weed. And I thought he was, I thought he was introducing me to another show to be on. And, right. you know, cause I'd, I'd done a few others. And then, and then he goes, Oh no, you were in this one. You're in three episodes. And oh, it, the yeah, it show, already started. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, it's going to be on Netflix. And, and we filmed it. No lie. We filmed it like almost three years earlier. 
and, oh, goodness. Uh, and, 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 I, and I had changed my, well, I had changed my hair color a few times. So I was like, what color is my hair for this one? I don't even remember. <laughs> and, and, and then you kind of were just all like, oh, like, you know, it's just things you never plan in the cannabis industry. That's one thing that's, you know, I've taken hit after hit after hit after hit as all of us have. And, you know, just with regulations, trying to keep up, especially in the edible industry with packaging and, Uh. oh, now you need this mold with this imprint and this size and this percentage of dosing. And like, you you can't. Your labeling's wrong. (laughs) Oh, your label is wrong. Oh God, it goes from an eight point font to a 10 point font. And like, you just spent how much thousands of dollars on your packaging and, oh, and then another, and then another rig comes out, you know, the next two months changing everything all over again and you're just like all right (laughs) the more it changes and turns stranger you know it's just one of those things by the way i did listen to spotty Adi dopalicious before you came on it's a good tune (laughs) (laughs) that is the best song ever it is i I liked your quote about cooking with your sister that was really sweet i mean that was really cool um let me ask you something just before we go to our first break and we'll just end up this segment is what is your take on the consumer? And I'm putting quotes in the air. You can't see that CBD products that you see like at CVS or you see at Rite Aid or you see at Safeway which, or Ralph's. You know, What's your take on this? Because it constantly bothers me. Maybe I shouldn't be bothered, but I am. No, no. You, you feel right to be bothered. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did a podcast on uh, the National Marijuana News. Uh, with Todd Dinkin about that because that's something that I get out fast all the time. And I'm, I actually... Um, I designed, I work with American green CBD. I designed mm-hmm. all of their uh, edible and topical and consumable products. And, um, I work mainly as a consultant. So when I have to like aid all these different companies, the one thing that happened with the boom of the green industry, you know, and the CBD, which, you know, isn't regulated right now, we have a lot of problems with fake CBD, you know, like, you know, people pushing sawdust or like, it's not, you know, it doesn't give any effects, yeah. which which is it's made my job 10 times harder because unless I literally make it myself and I work directly with the, with the grower, it's, you, you, I mean, just getting a certificate of analysis and getting tests going and just making sure that there's so much fake product out there. And the way that I explained it to the, for the consumer to help, because you're going to be spending $40, $50 on a thing of gummies and it doesn't work. Like that's just, that's, that's, you know, part is rape. It's just, it's taking advantage of, of somebody that's looking for, for healing. That's yeah. just looking for, you know, so. Looking for an avenue for I, health. Yeah. The one way I could, I always tell people is the price. Uh, we had, there's actually, there's a, um, there's like a, like a, uh, what, what would I find your words be? Um, there's like, like a. Yeah, they're, they're, exactly. There's a price index of like the cap. There you go. The cap of like how much you would actually pay for a hemp, CBD, isolate, distillate, full spectrum, broad spectrum, whatever you're looking at. So if you can calculate it enough, if you're looking at a bottle that you buy, like say at CVS or whatever, and it's, you know, $20 and it has 15,000 milligrams, they didn't even pay for the raw ingredients in the medicine. Like no. for just for the, just from the price point. So if you see, so I see, I tell consumers, I'm like, if you see an, like a very low cost and you see like, you know, cause the milligrams is what, if, what everyone buys as a consumer, even yeah. when it comes to THC potencies, they want, uh, it's like, Oh, well this one's 28% THC and this one's 33. They're going to go 33. 
but you know, that's not necessarily correct. Like, you know, the entourage effect, we can go on and on into that. Yeah. But, um, but so when a, when a customer looks at a label and they see 15,000 milligrams, 20,000 milligrams, they're going to go for that. And most likely it's not, not going to be real. Right. Let's go to break now and then come back to the subject after the break, because I, I do want to, I think um, it's great that you're here. So we want to educate the public here about not wasting their money and not harming themselves. So we'll be right back with Edible D. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzy Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. That's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. And as always, we have a great guest tonight, Dee Russell. Dee, welcome back. Let's uh, pick it up where we were on the CBD and the cons- you know, commercially available consumer CBD that you see at all the retail stores. The problem we both, I, we're both in agreement here, snake oil, basically. Yep. Or worse, and by worse, I say, there's no... Cat three, as in California, testing on this for heavy metals. There's no pesticide testing on most of the stuff. There's no COA um, on any of it. So you don't know what you're getting. You're just getting a bottle of stuff for 40 bucks that's supposed to be good for you. I find this very disturbing. Yeah, and, and it is. And, and um, uh, like, and, but like when you, when you make it, and this is why I always tell you, when you make it, you almost can tell just by reading the label if it's real or not. And mm-hmm. as we said, before we went on break, I talked about, you know, your price points and I talked about the cap of, you know, does this even, does that cost even cover the medicine that it actually takes for me to infuse it? 
So there's there's that point. And then there's also the, um, in marketing, people just like just using CBD and putting it in big friggin' letters right on it. Or right. another big one right now is full spectrum. And they love putting that one on there too. And then I look on the ingredients and it says isolate. Well, you can't be full spectrum and isolate at the same time. Isolate means that you literally isolated that compound. Full spectrum is literally what it means. Full spectrum. You're getting full cannabinoid profile terpenes. It works. So there's, there is little tricks. Yes. There is little tricks to see where like, you know, people are just mislabeling and, you know, like basically selling fraud. And, you know, I I do think it's, it's so important that, um, Every consumer and patient educates themselves on that just because there are a lot of snake oil salesmen right now. Yeah. And I think the, the long and short of it is buyer beware. If you're anywhere yeah. in a legal cannabis state or you have medical there, go to a dispensary. Buy your, your tinctures, your products that contain CBD from a licensed, tested facility one that you know is going to do what it says it's going to do. Don't waste your time with these false advertising and the stuff you buy at Ralph Safeway, CVS, whatever, because you're not getting that and you're going to get disappointed and it's going to turn you away. Me, I use a tincture every night. I have several that I've tried. I try different dosages because they do different things for me. It has changed my life. It has changed my sleep patterns. It has changed my aches and pains and it's changed my psoriatic arthritis. That's the truth. Get to a dispensary and buy the good stuff. So let's move on to another subject here. I can agree with you more. Yeah, thank you. Where do you think cannabis is headed? This has been a weird two years, 19 or 18, end of 18, 19 has been super weird. Now we're into 20. Now the coronavirus is here. (laughs) It's getting stranger. Don't you you absolutely love how, because I mean, I've I've been in the industry since 2006. And so, you know, from everything for me changed when the labs opened, right? Because before we were, I was making edibles for, you know, Rocky Mountain High and we'd be like, uh, you know, regular high and super strength four times four. Like, you know, there was no, there was no milligrams. We didn't do that back then. And then the labs opened, we all had to get really, really good, really, really fast. And the labs kind of, and you know, exactly. And you can't, you can't, you had to get, so good because you can't rebake a cookie. You can't rebake brownies. And, you know, with like the cannabis industry is high, very highly strict, way more strict uh, regulations than alcohol. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. you can just even tell, you can even tell that just by the packaging. I mean, I have to childproof the thing out of it when I can go to 7-Eleven and just pop open a beer, no problem. Well, when was the last time you saw any kind of testing data on any alcohol you bought? Never. Yeah, never. never. I mean, you could be buying the worst crap on earth and it would kill you, but you'd never know it. No, you never know, which is why when you said, like, don't go to CVSs and all those go to a dispensary. We are, we are checked up on and inspected by the state so much. Like, like if you're getting it from a licensed dispensary, you, you can tell that they have actually done the diligence to make sure that they're putting out quality products on their shelves for their, for their patients. Exactly. So, uh, so but trust- like, uh, Trust your dispensaries and good dispensaries um, and good staff. And that is the problem right now, but good staff and educated staff at a dispensary is are your, could be your ally. Okay. Um, Nothing drives me crazier than when I go into, even though I sell a product, my product, Shuggies in dispensaries, I still go to dispensaries and I still buy stuff. I'm stunned at the lack of interest that dispensary owners have in educating their staff. 
it is mind blowing. Oh yeah, the bartenders uh, have been known to irritate me as well, and it's mainly the, <laughs> and it's mainly the fault. Well, it's, it's you know it's exactly what you said. It's just it's, it's the dispensary owners' initiative to educate their staff so that they can educate their patients. I personally walked in and I love testing bartenders, but but like you know as you know when you make it and you extract it, you you know. And, nope. and you, you have to, like, I, I've seen, I have a thousands of lab tests under my belt now. And it's just like, even looking at the levels, seeing what I lose of the compounds of the levels, like per recipe, per temperature, per time, per amount of batch. It's like, you know, and you have to know the ingredients because knowing the ingredients is exactly how you know how it's going to affect you. Exactly. Like it, 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 knowing that knowing the like the terpenes and like linalool and how like linalool is also in fungi, but it's also like you know in, in lavender and and uh, it's in the mint family and basil, mint, oregano, parsley. Like you know, then you have the limonene, which is in mm-hmm. citrus fruits, and you know just just knowing that simple little breakdown, you know that linalool is, is acts as a uh, sedation, as a sedative. Which mm-hmm. what is like lavender use? It's a relaxant. So just knowing that when you see linalool on the back of your packaging, you know that that's one of the effects. And then when you look at limonene, then and you see like oh, like citrus fruits, like what gives you energy in the morning? Oh, nice glass of orange juice, like you know. Yeah. So you you'd see those compounds more in in those in the upper plants. Good good luck getting but, a bud tender to know that information. Honestly, I think the emphasis from a from a retail standpoint this is my current battle right now, is that the retail owners need to take what they're doing seriously and stop just trying to push product. They need to be educated. They need to push the education because that's the only way the the mass populace is going to get behind this. If it's just like, hey, buy these diamonds, it'll wreck you today or buy this this dab. (laughs) This is fire. Yeah, this is fire. This will, here, try this dab. It's a freebie. Try it. You're just going to drop your ass on the floor for the next four hours. Enjoy. That's not a good message, you know? And I think. No, and especially if you're a little 80 year old lady that just has some like pains with arthritis and you know, you you can, you can give the worst thing about it is like everybody's had a bad edible experience. Oh yeah. Especially, you know, it's like everyone's had that one brownie that took them to Saturn. You know, so it's just, it's just to, to talk, talking to, to a patient, especially giving them like edible education and, and everything is so important because like we're trying to, the, the plant is, it, it, it's already gold. It's already beautiful. It already does the job. It's already gold. Like, exactly. We just have, well, it's already gold. We just have to educate on it because people can have adverse effects from cannabis. I personally, I can't touch the cheeses because they make my heart race and that they just make me like uncomfortable. I, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. And, and also the THC potencies are too high when the THC potencies are that high, you know, that like, that's kind of what it does. It also like uh, messes with your dreams and, um, oh boy, you know, also, also, also causes, you know, the infamous munchies, you know, the higher yeah. the THC potencies are that that's the compound that causes that. So, you know, if you're having like weight issues or stuff like that, that bartender needs to be able to educate by saying like, hey, you know, oh, you, you probably would prefer this plant because these potencies, this strain, et cetera, because the worst thing you can do is give somebody an somebody that's new, especially now in today's market, with it getting mainstream and with it getting legal all over, people are turning yeah. more towards the plant and giving them something that would give them a, a, the opposite effect. It's, it's just going to turn more and more away. Yeah. And when there is a strain out there. 
my advice, because I do a lot of bud tender events for employees so I can bring them to one central location and educate them on my product line is the owners of dispensaries need to start spending more money in pay to the, to the, the bud tenders so that they get a better educated bud tender on the front lines. And with that, we're going to break and go to the third segment in a second. And we'll be right back with D. Russell, Edible D, the happy chef. We'll be right back. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network, learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers, and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with D. Russell, the happy chef, also known as Edible D. D, when we left, um, we left on kind of the down note of the, the experience at uh, dispensaries. But let's go into a new subject. Right now, with the coronavirus and so many people be on our quarantine, people have stuff in their kitchens and a lot of people listening to this podcast have weed in their kitchens. What would you suggest to be an easy edible to make at home under quarantine? with stuff you got at home. Ooh, okay. Well, all right. Well, I guess well, what I'm about to say could probably work for our last conversation before we broke. And then also this one, um, uh, I do a, uh, live, uh, happy chef live is what I call it. It's a uh, happy chef live in Las Vegas. And I do a live interactive cooking class. 
Mm. where I educate and, you know, teach the audience on how to make edibles and, and different edible, different edible and consumable products, whether it's topicals and each episode or each show is a different recipe as well as I have a different celebrity guest. I've had uh, my doctor, my good friend, Dr. Dino was on the first one with me. Sweet. Uh, I just, I, yeah. So me and, me and Dina got to chef it up and, you know, we actually made infused coconut oil, which oh. I, I recommend always infusing coconut oil, especially for the at home chef. High in saturated fat, it binds well with uh, because you know it, it, every girl loves a fatty. We, we, we just go ahead and say that. <laughs> so, the, so the more fatty the oil content, the better. And when you infuse coconut oil at home, just that simply in storing that, you can add it to your daily recipes as well as coconut oil is so great for your skin that you could also use it for topicals. So, um, so what I would recommend is, uh, I have these shows, uh, Cure Leaf is actually the, uh, the company that I partner with for this venture. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited that they saw my vision and, you know, believed in the crazy chef because, um, it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I get to pull a lot of biggest, you know, talent in there. My last episode, I had my friend Twix from Magic Mike Live. And we, we, we also get very personal where, you know, he explained how he uses CBD every day and all day because his job is so like, physically demanding. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you're familiar with their show, but their show is practically like Cirque de Soleil almost that these guys are doing stuff that I can definitely can't do. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but you know, but I, in that episode, I cook and infuse with CBD. So um, I, I just want to definitely tell the audience that these shows are available on, on, on my YouTube um, for free. For anybody that's stuck in quarantine right now, like call call your local dispensary, get delivery service, and um, you know just watch the show and cook along with me. I'm also going to be doing uh, live shows on you know my my Instagram and social medias as well, just to kind of get people through this time. Okay, that's great. I, that's a great answer to my question too. Um, you want to shout out where where your YouTube channel is or what the name is? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm at Edible D on everything. Oh, EdibleD.com, Edible D on all social media, YouTube, the work. Okay, great. So let's go to this, the final segment here, which I like to call Stony Story. Let's hear D, something that you find humorous in your life that had to do with consuming cannabis and it didn't end up maybe the way you wanted it to, but it ended up in a funny fashion. You got anything for us? <laughs> Um, or more than one. I got I've got a few. <laughs> <laughs> Just give um, us a quick one. Just give us a quick one. Oh gosh, a quick one. Oh, a quick over medicating story. I think that that's probably what it'd be. Um, oh goodness. All right. Well, actually, this one was in LA. <laughs> yeah, of course. This is a, this is a good one. Okay, so. Uh, I went with my oldest sister and I actually, it was, um, it was Christmas and I made a bunch of edibles and, um, products to bring to be real TV, um, for, for the boys and all for, you know, for Christmas. And at that point, um, uh, uh, be real was, he was, uh, he was working out a lot. He still does. And so I, instead of me going the sugar route, I made him an infused bottle of, um, balsamic vinaigrette. And, um, you know, because you can add that on your sandwiches and, you know, your salads, you know, everything. <laughs> and um, in the hotel that I was in, we had a little balcony. And, um, of course, I smoked a joint with my assistant and everything. So, of course, I reeked of it. And I go, down, <laughs> I go downstairs 
to go check out and they tried to find me for smoking in the room. And I, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm, I'm complete, I'm so stoned. And um, while I'm doing that, I'm like holding the gift basket that I had for the boys that, and I'm holding the bottle of balsamic vinaigrette and the bottle started leaking. And so I have, I have this balsamic vinaigrette that's dripping all down my, my arm, like going all over the floor. Why I smell so like dank ass clean. And I'm sitting here explaining to the woman, uh, no, I didn't smoke in the room. Hold on, can you give me a paper towel, ma'am? Uh, no, I did not smoke. I, I'm not, I refuse to pay this fine. <laughs> and for some, I don't even know how I even like got away with it, but they didn't end up charging me. But, um, just the look on their face. And I was like, weed, balsamic vinaigrette all over their floor in the lobby. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to tell them that. Well, that's a good one. I like it. So we're at that time. We're end of our segment. And why don't you let the people at home know where they can find you, what you got going on, and whatever you'd like to plug right now. Um, yeah, just uh, uh, find me at edibled.com. I have tons of free recipes, extraction method, methods uh, with solvents and solvent-free, uh, all on my website at edibled.com. I do uh, YouTube short recipe videos, as well as we also have Happy Chef Live um, in Las Vegas. We have that filmed as well for an hour-long show that's available on my YouTube as well for, uh, for free. Um, and I hope everybody, you know, in, in this time especially enjoys it and also learns a new skill. And then, uh, especially with COVID virus is affecting the uh, lungs and esophageal region. I think, uh, you know, learning edibles and how to dose. Cause that's, that's one of my main things in my cookbook is that, uh, I actually give you guys the, the real formulas. I give you yeah. guys a real base formula so that you guys can dose yourself properly. Right on. So, well, that brings us to a close. Dee, thanks so much for being with us tonight. And I want to wish everyone at home, be cool to one another, be cool to your family. I know this is a tough time. You will all make it through. Keep yourself entertained. Read a book. That's a real good thing that people haven't been doing in a long time. Um, and be kind to one another. Um, again, this is brought to you by Shuggies, the sweet, sweet edible treat that you can take anywhere with you available in agave and sugar d thanks so much and uh hope to see you soon the opinions expressed on this cannabisradio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cannabisradio.com any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.